0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first official podcast from Stories from the Cryptoverse. So we are very glad to have, um, we have Scott, we have Jason, we have Luke, and we have Adam, and we have myself. Um, So we are very excited for this is our very first podcast. Uh, We're going to be talking specifically about NFTs. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to give a quick little introduction regarding everybody, just kind of explain to everybody, all of our listeners from all over, from Spotify, from YouTube, from anywhere that you're listening from, um, just a kind of quick introduction as to who we are and uh, who each of our special members uh, today are. So let's start off with Scott. So we have Scott, his, his tag on uh, Telegram is Crypto Beast. He handles pretty much all of the... All of the, the social media marketing, all of the North American relations and Canada relations for Big One. Um, as you guys know, Big One is a top 50 exchange. They keep moving up the list every single time I see them. So they are a central exchange based out of Singapore. And he handles pretty much all of the social media from there. We have Jason. Uh, Jason is one of our strongest community members. He, he's been here since the beginning. He was here in pre-sale and he, all he does is buy dips. <laughs> so he's awesome. And the best part about Jason is that he has extensive, extensive knowledge regarding NFTs. Um, he has, I don't know how many X amount of NFTs, but any anything regarding NFTs, he knows. So I, I knew off the bat, if we were going to have a, our very first podcast regarding NFTs, he had to be on there. So that's Jason. We have Luke. He is uh, on Twitter. He's Immortal ETH. He has a really big size following regarding the crypto space and just the NFT space and overall just the crypto verse. Um, him and I actually hit it off uh, uh, pretty well because he's a part of the uh, of another community which is the tra- uh the Travlad community and um he he's a part of the core team as I and we just kind of we got along pretty well so I wanted to invite him and just see his his thoughts and just kind of pick his brain apart too and then we have Adam Adam is our social media. For Tito, I mean, for Tito, he is our social media and marketing guru. He handles all of that, all of the aspects of getting in contact with inf- influencers, getting uh, reaching out to brand ambassadors, and all of the sorts regarding social media marketing. Um, and myself, I am Santiago. Uh, I am the co-owner of T-Doge, um and co-founder. Um, we mostly in T-Doge, All we really do is just. We're trying to always expand the space and um, so you know it's exciting it's exciting to be here it's exciting to be here with um everybody so um without further ado i'll i'll, I'll pass it on to uh scott if, if you want to say anything
1: no it's great being here today you guys i'm excited to meet the new people i haven't met yet well not new to t-doge but i'm excited for all this and yeah i'm waiting and standing by
0: awesome and uh jason any any words
2: No, but i'm excited to be here thanks for inviting me santi
3: of course senior luke yes i'll do a little more of an introduction on myself so i'm luke known more as a mortal uh i'm very well known throughout the twitter space i'm doxxed i've got full publicity so there's absolutely nothing to hide with me there and if there is you'll you'll straight away know you've got my instagram My Facebook, my LinkedIn is actually a link tree, sorry, is actually posted on my Twitter, which shows my full publicity, which gives more of the trust out to the public, which is a main ambition and goal that I'm actually working towards to make this space safer, not just for me, but for the whole community. Um, I'm always in the VCs on cryptocurrency spaces. I'm constantly without Twitter, publicizing myself, even, you know, if I'm going out to a party, if I'm going for a meal, I love to publicize out there and bring the public and the community along with what I do. Uh, So I'm a community manager for quite a few projects. I'm core team on Trav, so I handle the AMA group as well, which is a safe investor group. And I'm also a marketing manager for five or six projects as well. and hoping to move pretty far within the NFT game pretty soon.
0: Awesome. Very good. Very good introduction. Better than I could have just said it. <laughs> and now we have uh, Adam. Do you have any words?
4: Yeah. So uh, I'm Adam. I do our social media marketing uh, for TechnoDoge, among other things. Um, I'm really excited for this podcast. This is our first episode. Santi came to the idea, uh, came to me with the idea, and I was all for it. And the fact that we have the three of you here for our inaugural episode is quite amazing. So thank you for being here.
0: I agree. I agree. So uh, let's go on to the very first topic. Uh, so as I mentioned prior, the topic today the, for our very first podcast is NFTs. Uh, NFTs is a hot topic um, nationwide, uh, internationally, I should say. Uh, people are talking about NFTs wherever you go. Um, the other day, funny enough, I was... I was sitting, and then you can actually ask Adam to confirm, because this is a funny story. So the other day, I was sitting in a ramen place, right, by me. I was just eating ramen with my wife, and then I hear two tables down, these two nerds going all out, like, oh, did you see this Solana NFT? You know, they were just going, they were at it, you know, they were they were into that conversation. And then I just kept hearing them, I kept hearing them, but then uh, and once, you know, I finished eating and everything, and I kept, I, I told my wife, I was like, oh, I want to say something, you know? And she goes, no, we're eating. I was like, oh, you know, I, I kept holding it off. And then finally, at the end, when we were walking out, I was like, I, I just kind of started nerding out, too. I'm like, oh, guys, are you guys talking about the crypto points? And then they're like, yeah. And then, dude, we literally were there, like, for five, 10 minutes. I could see the side eye from my wife, like, shut up. <laughs> like, you know, like she, wanted, <laughs> she wanted to leave. But um, I just find it awesome that NFTs are everywhere, that, you know, I, I literally met somebody random, and we just started talking about NFTs. And now, funny enough... Uh, I was telling him about our NFTs and everything, and he wanted to hop on. Now he's a member of the t community because of that, but it's just kind of cool that NFTs are, are, are running the world. So regarding the first uh, topic at, at hand, and anybody can jump in, of course. So what do you guys think is the state of NFTs in today's age?
3: So I'll kick that off. I, th- I think currently, the- I think they're doing very well. I think there's a lot of networks that are bringing on to NFTs uh non-fungible tokens are a great thing to get into Um, they are you know they're very there is a little bit of unsecurity out there with some things that can happen but i think they are one of the biggest securities out there on the blockchains they are a huge huge trade at the minute and you'll also notice within me being in the cryptocurrency space one of the biggest things that i am noticing currently is actual nfts being brought into projects because these have realized they're bringing in awesome blockchain capabilities they're bringing them into blockchain gaming. They're bringing them into GameFi and they're, they're just taking over the Twitter space at the minute. And it's something that is just going to keep pushing and pushing it on. And people really have that demand for the originality and the creator. And, you know, it's so much better being across all chains. Originally they used to be on the Ethereum chain and now they're moving to the Solana and the BSC and Binance have taken them on board. And I think they're just going to keep getting bigger and bigger within these networks and, I mean, we've we, you know, we've seen we've seen like Simple Rocks sell for like 1.3 million. We've seen some crazy, crazy numbers come from these NFTs. And people are just jumping on board them straight away. They, they've got that big possibility there for the future.
4: They've right. definitely been blowing my mind. I know when they first came out, it was earlier this year is when I first heard about them. And I thought it was really cool that these uh, people, artists, who have spent so much time, you know, learning their craft on a computer now how have a way to print their their artwork and get it out to the masses we saw with people how he had that huge purchase i think it was what was it was it in the billions or was it like 69 million Sixty nine million. the people yeah. art it was something crazy and you can see that people like Fuck, Andrew, all these artists are getting a chance to get their name out there and now we're starting to move into where nfts have utility Like you were saying, they can be gamified. They also show ownership, which I think is really cool. Uh, I remember when NFTs were coming out, uh, Top Shot Basketball was something that caught my attention. And it was like the new trading card. You could buy these moments from your favorite athletes, whether it be, you know, LeBron slam dunking in the fourth quarter to win a game. to you know, Steph Curry making some sick three-point shots. It's really cool what they're doing with NFTs right now.
1: I guess my big thing, I did a little bit of research before coming here today, and it was kind of interesting to read that way back in the day when Bitcoin was getting made, that Hal Finney was actually talking about NFTs and about a trading card system uh, with NFTs where you could actually play it. So he's kind of like the very beginning person to NFT, and who knows, maybe even Bitcoin, nobody really knows, right? Mm -hmm. So I find it interesting, but in the same sense, I think we're at the very beginning of it and I'm excited for the journey because there's going to be so many avenues just like Bitcoin opened up to cryptocurrency or like DeFi, all these different avenues. We're going to see the same thing with NFTs and the expansion of NFTs. It's just another subcategory of, of what we've already made and I'm, I'm super excited.
0: I agree. I, I, I'm with, uh, I'm with Scott on that one. I feel like NFTs is literally just in its infancy stage. Um, just cause people are trying to figure out like people are loving the idea of NFTs, but they're just now figuring out like, Oh, what can we do with these? Like, you know, this is a cool idea, but what specifically can I do with an NFT? What, what, what could he, what could it be incorporated into? And I do believe that we as investors and just as, um, yeah, I should say that as investors, we're all just in the very beginning of the NFT infancy stage. And I feel like that's a really good place to be.
3: Yeah, I agree. There's so many marketplaces for them at the minute. And one of the big ones that I'm catching on to and one that I caught on to with my work job is actually music within these NFTs. So people are actually implementing songs and like podcasts and music and tracks actually into these nfts and they're going to be private to your non-fungible token so that is completely yours and descriptional yours and owned by you and within the game network as well which is a big thing that i'm revolving around at the minute with marketing people are actually taking these nfts and implementing them into the game so with you actually owning your own non-fungible token you're actually owning your own character within these games So, it is purely going to be yours and no one else's. It's, you know, if you trade that NFT to somebody else, they can take that character, but it is purely your character through that NFT. And I think it's an amazing aspect, especially bringing it into the blockchain gaming and especially with like Solana and uh, Binance and obviously the BSC network and the Ethereum network. And I think so many more blockchain networks are going to start catching onto these NFTs and actually implementing them within their systems as well. It's going to be a, a big outreach over the years.
4: I mean, look what Microtransaction did for video games. It, it's There's a market out there. People will buy skins that other people are wearing and they'll spend $20, $30, you know, on a single skin. If you could get these skins into a game via NFT, you really see some unique characters out there.
1: Well, and even just look at Axie Infinity right now, just broke over $100. I'm just looking at I remember they, I saw
4: him at 70 yesterday. Yeah, I, I wanted to it.
1: jump in. Start at 13, and I was like, man, should I buy it? Should I buy it? I was like, it's so expensive. It's on the Ethereum network. And I never did. And now oh. I can just shake my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel great. like that happens to everybody with not only in NFT, just in dip in investing everybody has that story like oh i, I could have invested and like, <laughs> it sucks
4: <laughs> i think that also comes down to a lot of stuff that's been going on in crypto in general you know if, if you're going to ape into something you want to ape in it early because you want to rise it to the top but if you're not if there's not enough research out there i've i've been rug pulled so many times lately i'm now just playing in stable coins
3: yeah i agree the, the bsc space is uh, exactly <laughs> a scary, I just bought a more today. you gotta uh, you gotta make sure you stay safe out there in the in the crypto space i mean i am aping into a lot of gems i market a lot of gems and um, one of the big things with me currently with being actually docked to the public and keeping myself safe is obviously taking credentials from these people that are owning the projects and you know we're I, i'm starting to notice it is getting safer and safer and the rugs are coming down very slowly. You you do start to notice that these big projects that were rugging only a couple of months ago, you're not seeing them anymore. The they're, they're starting out with very very low. You know, they're rugging at like 30k, 40k market caps, and they really are coming down. And I'm glad because I want the space to go back to what it was a few years ago, where everybody can make a 20x and get out and make a nice amount. And you're all settled everybody's happy not something where two or three people are taking good profits and the projects died down it's nice to see the whole community pushing along as well and i think that's going to boost the nft community massively and it's going to put trust out there so much and obviously these companies and and projects that are taking on this art it's going to be huge for them because there's going to be so much trust within the space it's only going to make it better for them i have see in some
1: projects just yesterday i seen one where the actual people that bought in early are told to stake their tokens as a way to an anti-well mechanism, I guess, to stop people from selling the tokens right away. And it's brilliant. Like the plans that we're coming up with Titoge, for instance, you guys with your LLC, like that's an amazing innovation that every time you're looking at a token, you should be asking somebody if they do have that LLC, uh, what they're doing, where they're from, are they docs? Like, we all know it now because we've been in the business for a long time, but there's a lot of people that don't know that. And we definitely need to be there to educate them.
0: I feel like when it comes to uh, to crypto people, like that's the main reason why people are scared to get into crypto is because they, they hear about all these horror stories. They hear about being rugged, they hear about, you know um, all, you know, pretty much all these horror stories. And I feel like that's the main reason why people are afraid of, of investing that are afraid of um, getting into crypto because there's so many that, and as you guys mentioned, there's so many malicious, um, uh, malicious projects Extensions. out there. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of malicious intentions, a lot of malicious projects. And I feel like, you know, um, any project, you know, like uh, Doe is one of our partners, for example, Doe, uh, uh, Murphy cat, you know, we have a couple of partners that are we, you know, we trust in, in these partners because we know we know how important trust is in, in crypto. We know how tr- important trust is, especially in the investment space. Um, because at the end of the day, it's, um, it's, as I mentioned in a previous, uh, AMA and previous uh, chats, uh, a lot of people think of it as money, but in reality, what you have to think about it is, is as time, you know, um, a lot of people, let's say that they work I don't know. Let's say they work a nine to five job and they make $10 an hour, um, for, you know, when they say, Oh, I lost a hundred bucks. It's like, no, like, you know, you can't just say, Oh, I lo- I got rugged a hundred, you know, no, like you lost 10 hours of your life there, because if you're making $10 an hour, you can't, you know, you can't get those 10 hours back. You like you, you lost that hundred bucks, but you know, it, it, I don't think people understand how, like how strong that, that, that saying is because if, especially if you're working, um, if you're working based off of time, you're working based off of paycheck per se, then you' you're, what you're really quantifying is time so if, we, if I'm going to invest my time into something then I'm going to invest my time into doing my own research and you researching the project researching what's going on in, in the back end to make sure that you know my time doesn't just uh, doesn't disappear and I feel like that's very important in projects now.
3: I agree. I agree.
2: I think, so NFTs, I think that's... It, it might be a little less important. It's, it's hard to rug pull an NFT, which is yeah. why I think it's a safer place to place your money right now. Um, you know, the real risk with NFTs is, especially if you're going in and minting something, uh, is if the project just doesn't go anywhere. And you're seeing a lot of projects. There's so many NFTs launching right now. It's really hard to know where you want to go, especially with the art NFTs, which are what are really popping off. Um, so where do you go? You've, you've got 10 choices. Which one do you want to do? And finding the indicators of which one's going to actually do well and which one's going to end up people. I mean, people dump those just like tokens. They dump them for under mint costs. And then if you're talking about the Ethereum chain, which is where most of the big projects are, the gas fees are just insane. So, yeah. you know, you might be minting for 0.05 ETH, but your gas fees could be another 0.05 ETH on top of that, depending on how big the rush is at that and what time of day. So there's you know, a lot of factors that go into investing in these things, and it can be crazy. But I haven't seen any rug pulls. I've seen uh, projects that failed to sell out and having uh, whoever the devs are close the project and disable the contract so you can't mint anymore. I've seen that um, and you know, if you end up with those projects, you've, you've got more rarity cause none are gonna mint after that. But at the same time, a lot of people just don't bother investing in those projects. So people panic sell and they go for well under mint. Um, so that's one of the big risks there versus, you know getting rug pulled or honey potted. I just saw a, a friend of mine just invested in a, uh, pre-sale that they rug pulled the pre-sale or didn't rug pull the piece, but they honeypotted it. So you couldn't sell. They didn't launch the token. They just took all the pre-sale money and pieced out. So um, I think BSC is getting a little better than it was a few weeks ago when it was just rug after rug after rug. Um, but I'm, I'm still seeing them happen and you're right. They're rugging for um, fairly low market caps. So, you know, I don't know. They're pulling, they're pulling out their liquidity for, for nothing, for peanuts yeah, or they're honey yeah. potting, at a, you know, they're hitting the strike at a really low market cap versus what they were doing uh, a few weeks ago when you were seeing them hit at huge market caps and walking away. I don't know. Uh, one of the ones uh, that I was in, it was kind of early on in, in the travel ad group and uh, a lot of us were in daddy cake. I don't know if you remember that, Luke, but uh, that was that was crazy. I think half the, Half the investors in Trav's group at the time it was a much smaller group then, but we're all in daddy cake and they just spent, you know, six figures on marketing budget on this thing. So it seemed like a totally legit project and yeah. market cap was, was pretty high up there and it was doing really well. And then they paused the chat said, devs were going to take a break and off they went as a it. full honeypot.
3: Slipping the oh. money. That's so um, yeah, nice it's, it's a shame. It happens. I mean, I don't even like mentioning, it, but I saw one the other day. I have a, I have a tracker where I watch all tokens that have been recently rugged, so I know not to invest in any of their future projects. Uh, I do a lot of contract checks before I ape into anything. If it's, a, if it's a fair launch, I'll just put the risk out there, and I'll ape a lot smaller, and I'll, I'd rather buy in on an after dip once I can check the contract. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, pre-sales cannot be checked because they're not a fully verified contract that's already live on the BSC scan but I was only watching around two weeks ago and there was a charity token and they was actually a charity towards <laughs> cancer research and they rug pulled hundred K and I thought, what of a low life could you have to pull something like that? Wow. It's yeah. so, so nasty. I would rather give them 50 K of my money to take it. than rug pull something, having that name on there. I thought that's just disgusting for the community. And these are the people that we need We need to tell. We need to get that space out. And, you know, that's why we've got, like, the group with Trav going. And that's why I dox myself to try and make this place a safer place. Every day I'm getting so many more people come on to me saying, yo, Amar, well, what, what are you buying into? And can you teach me how to do this? And what's a safe project? Can you check this contract? Amar, hey, I'm, I'm looking into buying this you know, g- give me some tips on that and what's a safe investor group. And it's good to see that because people are starting to catch on and we're starting to exploit those people who are doing these wrong deeds. And that's really, really what we need. And it's nice to see a lot of people more doing AMAs as well. And, you know, like now, like the podcasts, because it builds a lot of trust within the communities. And once you get used to it, it's a nice thing. You know, I wake up in the morning, I jump into my VCs and check out check up on all my projects and my cam comes on straight away and people are used to it and people come in and they go, oh, is this dude on camera? And I'll say, you know, it's this is what I do. This, this is my life now. I, it's not something I feel like I need to do. It's something I enjoy doing. I like coming yeah. on and giving people that better bit of hope. Like you could turn around to me and say, where do you come from? I'll, I'll, I'll hold up my passport to you happily. Because I've got nothing to hide. And that's the way that people should be within this community. They need to be more transparent. And if you're really, really that desperate for money, like go to the bank and get a a loan. Don't make this space look worse. There's way, way easier ways that you can legitimately get that money and give it back than making this space worse. Because projects that are just being rugged, you're taking minimal money from it. You could make a, a legitimate project, run it till the very end, try your damn hardest to run it till the very end. And then once you've you've done running it, you can say your words. You can say, listen, unfortunately, we've come to the end. You know, we're going to do a little airdrop or something. I hope you've all made a nice little bit of profits and end it on a nice term. And you're going to make a lot more money doing it that way than you are through just doing a rug pull. And people don't realize that. And I'm, I'm glad the BSE, it is getting a little bit safer. It is starting to get noticed. And it's the same with the audit companies as well. Uh, I'm not going to actually name any, but there are a few audit companies which have been exploited to be very, very bad. I mean, you've got the big ones up there, which are amazing. You've got like Certic, you've got Hacken, and they are bang on point. You cannot beat them for audits. They are top security. Uh, But there are some little ones out there that are being exploited too. And you've got people like CipherBlade, which is now an amazing website, which is a really good one to look into. They're onto like blockchain investigations and uh, lost funds throughout the blockchain. So basically crypto funds that have been rug pulled and stuff like that within these big projects. So it really is starting to get noticed and I hope it makes the space safer because NFTs revolve a lot around the tokens and the crypto space. And, you know, they do have two different stages. So you don't have to be in crypto to be into NFTs. You purely could just be on, you know, the NFT scene it's, it's an artwork but when you jump into the NFT scene, you know, 99% of the time, it does bring you into that crypto space as well. And, you know, we want to make that crypto space safe because the people who are buying these NFTs, uh, you know, you could buy one and you could say when you buy this NFT, you get, let's say, 10,000 T-Doge tokens. Or, you know, you could, you, could get a, you could get a free T-Doge NFT when you buy this NFT. And it does revolve around the crypto space. And that, that's what we need. We need that safety there. And that's what really will make this, this place safe again. And it'll make, it'll make crypto, crypto. It'll make it back to that space where everybody was happy making profits. And it was great. It was an absolutely great time. And, uh, you know, I really hope it gets back to that and it's leading that way. And I'm glad, and I've come in at the right time. And that's why I'm glad I'm, I'm doing what we're doing and what we're all doing here.
0: I agree. I agree. Now, I think uh, what's
4: important is Unity too? You know, you find all these projects with similar um, ideas, and with all the rug pulls that have been happening, we've we've gone on to simple Twitter spaces and have been introduced to companies and projects that interest just to bring them on to our exchange. Like, if you have a unified front, that strength in numbers is going to be just as strong as you know people rug pulling.
0: Oh, I, I agree. I agree. Now, um, just to get back uh, to the uh, back to the NFT talk, because I know we have a, people that because um, we I want to have a separate day just for the crypto talk. Yeah, yeah. Now, getting back to the NFT talk, what do you guys believe is the potential impact NFTs could have on the economy?
2: Well, <clears throat> you're seeing NFTs right now um, come out, come out of cyberspace so to speak, and entering the real world. I mean, you're seeing auctions now at uh, Christie's or Sotheby's, I forget which one, are in the millions of dollars for digital art. You know, I like, to, I like to joke with my friends a little bit and say, hey, guess how much I spent on a JPEG today? But uh, <laughs> really, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of what it is. And it's, uh, you're starting to see having physical auctions for digital art. And that's something completely different than, you know, we've really seen before. And uh, that's interesting. And as you're seeing some of these projects that are, you know, I'll I'll use a pun going ape because a lot of them are (laughs) ape projects, but uh, you know, they're they're huge and um, they're worth a lot of money now for, you you know, just even the floor price, but you're talking about, about rares, they can be, you know, crazy money. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Board Apes Yacht Club and, and the others in that uh, metaverse have just gone really well. And that's the other thing uh, on NFTs that are trending right now is the, these whole metaverses that they create, where you buy their their original piece and you have, you know, say you get lucky and you mint 10. Um, that, that's few and far between these days. But um, if you do manage to get a few or buy them off of OpenSea at a really low floor price, um and you've got a nice collection well then they have another one that comes out you get 10 automatically off of your 10 and uh those go up in price and then you know they have a third one that comes out or a companion piece that's only for holders and you get that and so you know it starts building up on itself so the original investors that got in on their original art pieces are um really raking it in and down the line and uh that's really nice to see uh, when projects do that, and you know, board apes was the, the first that really did well with that, but you're seeing other projects starting to go that route too. I know, uh, I'm in, uh, dapper dinos. I managed to get, uh, three of those on mint day and they're coming out with some cavemen that you get on the side now. And, um, they had one where you could sacrifice one of your dinos and then you got a super rare, um, so they called it a karma collective that was coming out and I don't even think those have hatched yet. They're still just eggs. So how they're doing their reveals. And that's the other thing is, that's is cool. revealed. So you're seeing a lot of snipers get involved now. where um, they've got sniper bots that can check the rarity as soon as reveals start as the metadata gets pushed. And so people will snipe them off of open They're saying, you know, people are selling them at a floor price pre reveal and reveal comes out and they can tell it's a rare before the owner knows and buy it right away. So um, you're seeing a lot, a lot of interesting dirty tricks are coming out. Um, Bots are making mass offers of uh, rapidly appreciating uh, floor price uh, assets on OpenSea. If there's, you know, it's in a collection that's going up, you're seeing bots come out and go well below what they're worth, but doing mass Mass offer, so the bots are definitely getting involved in the space. I think I, I went off topic.
3: Sorry. No, no, they... implementations as well. I mean, you've got a lot of celebrities. Um, I was on looking a while ago, and mm-hmm. those people who were basing these NFTs off of celebrities. And one of the one of the big things that we was actually looking into, and we hope to get towards, is actually making NFTs of these celebrities, obviously with their content, but also getting them to digital e-sign these NFTs given it that rarity so you know you could have like a um, like a Katy perry one out of one personal e-signed nft and it will never be a copy because you know it's only going to have that one e-signature from herself and i think something like that could be absolutely huge within this game and you're starting to obviously notice really really big names are also catching on to nfts as well a lot of celebrities a lot of big youtubers um a lot of people that are well known within the crypto space you know the like the the bsc and gem space are also moving over to nfts because they realize it's a safer space and it's a it's a better way like you know like jason said they've got the stuff there with like the hatching of nfts and you've got some of these that are just a blank screen and in three days they will reveal what they are and you know you could get anything from the lowest to you know a super rare and I think that gives you the the, the joy and the enticement of sitting there going, oh, I can't wait for this to open, and you know, you're waiting for that egg to crack, and and you could get a super rare, and you could, you know, you could you could mint one for point point five of F or point zero five of an F, and next thing you know, it could be worth 5, 10, you know, upwards of F, and you, you really are sat on some like like a mystery gem, and I like it, I, I really love it, and I had a couple, I had uh, some some little ghosts that I was I was playing around with, and I got a couple of them. And my buddy was saying no the you know the point one five to um as point zero one five to mintum. He's like, you can buy one, you can buy three. And I'm thinking, oh, so I went and bought one. I went, oh, that's cool. I got a a decent one. And then I'm into another three. And I was like, oh, damn, I got a rare one. And I was like, oh, I'll mint and mint and mint. And I think I've ended up with like 20 little ghosts now. So (laughs) it's a a good thing to get on to. I really enjoy the NFT space. And some of the designs that are coming out are amazing. A big one that I'm looking into right now is Glitch Kicks. I think they've got a huge possibility for the future. And they look absolutely amazing um i'm actually i've just jumped on core team with panda multiverse they have some awesome nfts i wish i could show them off here but they have some absolutely amazing art and it's not just something that's always going to be a little digital you know i'm I'm viewing these in 4k and i'm going wow that's been designed by you know this young 19 year old 20 year old boy and i'm like wow that's some serious serious talent by these people and they start to get noticed. And obviously, the longer you're holding these NFTs, people are just looking and going, I really want to get my hands on that. You know, So the demand for them is really high at the minute. It
4: seems like hey. celebrities... Oh, Scott, you can go ahead. No, it's okay. Go, go, go. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, I also noticed that celebrities are trying to offer experience NFTs. So yeah. you buy an NFT. I think Snoop Dogg is doing a 1,000 NFTs. You get his NFT, you're part of a virtual party. Uh, I know Post Malone did one where if you were the winner of the NFT, you got a spot on the beer pong tournament. Um, Also, people like Kings of Leon who are just releasing their album as an NFT instead of going to, you know, like digital form as far as like Spotify. You can only hear this album if you purchase the NFT. And I think if these celebrities start to build upon what they offer, with the nfts that's also going to really help it like if you can get backstage concert experiences or you know like have dinner with with your favorite celebrity if you buy this nft i mean you're gonna those those would sell i think real fast
0: oh oh go ahead sorry scott
4: sorry no worries i just seen
1: like tiktok just released that they're going to be doing a whole thing at mm-hmm. nfts with bella porsche nas Nas, nas i believe nas oh, and yeah, a nas couple of other ones so you'd see there. But I think the biggest thing like that this artist stuff and the music stuff is amazing, but you're going to see it involved in like contracts and housing and that whole market as well that we haven't even started yet. And when you can buy a property on a blockchain and use an NFT to write your contract and do everything that's there forever is going to be amazing. But it's also a game changer when it comes to paperwork. If you think of like a contract, if you, or even accounting paperwork, for instance, if you had an NFT of your accounting paperwork, would there be any need for you to carry uh, 40 file boxes in your basement or whatever until <laughs> that accounting is done? Now it's going to be stored on a NFT and you can pull it up at any time and anybody can see it and there's not going to be that need to to keep the actual physical copy of it anymore. So, I mean, once we see it going in that direction and actually being used for business and industry, which I think is a hundred percent possible and it's gonna be here in the near future, I think we're gonna see really great
4: experiences, so. It's almost like going paperless. It'll also help the environment as like, uh you know, just, it just happened because we went and did digital and put it on the blockchain instead, which is really cool.
2: Yeah. Adam, you mentioned Snoop Dogg earlier. And uh, wasn't that amazing when Cosimo de' Medici ended up being Snoop Dogg himself? That was yeah, that that, like an epic reveal. You know, the, <laughs> he is know,
4: all over crypto. 17 he, million
2: dollar collection. Since I heard his
4: collection, yeah, is in the millions. It's insane that that he is he's just gone gone all in on. NFTs, and it's really cool to see someone with such influential um, power, ability, smart man. If, if, he, if Snoop Dogg's putting that much money into NFTs, people are going to follow him mm-hmm. and do the same.
3: Yeah, I saw the little the little Snoop Dogg party thing that you had going the other day. A buddy messaged me he was like, well, uh, Snoop Dogg launched a project, and I was like, wait, what?" dope. And then I was looking and I saw his little like his little virtual stage and people mm-hmm. were jumping on board. And I was like, oh damn, that's so cool. They <laughs> really starting to be creative. Yeah, people are hosting these like virtual spaces. I think that there's a, there's an app I downloaded that's um, kind of revolves around like the crypto one NFT space. And you can you can walk around with the argumented reality on your phone. And you've got like so live cool. DJ stages that you can just walk around the streets and watch. And you could walk, you know, from here to the top of the shops, and there'd be another DJ stage, or there'd be a that's house. So cool. and it's such so a like cool Go. yeah, that's it. And it's such a cool interaction to walk around in reality instead of just staring, just watching, you know, watching a chat or watching your NFT minting price and stuff. You can actually walk around and get involved with these celebrities in the in the virtual world. It is so cool.
4: It is really cool it is really cool i was thinking when you're talking about that like i could see them doing festival style with oh, nfts definitely. you know definitely. like the lollapalooza nft or burning man nft or edc or ultra like you buy the nft you get the you get the full experience digitally and, and that'd yeah. be awesome that'd I be really cool
3: be, i think there'll be private parties coming up um more like physical ones so I think there's going to be more access to so one. There's one I own, which is called Tool, which gives me access to like uh, rug checks and stuff. So I can do my security checks and like CMC calls, which are really good because it's kind of you. You have to own that NFT to actually have access to the groups. But I think in the future, people are going to start seeing if you own this NFT, you know, you can come into this club. Or you can come into the, you know, this private mansion party. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to start seeing some big companies do stuff like that, which That'd would be really, really, cool really amazing. Kind of like a, just like owning a pass, but it's a pass that nobody else can have. It is only mm-hmm. going to be yours and cannot be copied, which I think would be amazing to see. I yeah, actually like
0: just... that concert. That's actually a pretty cool idea. Um... Yeah.
1: <laughs> you could even do it for concerts, basically. Like have an NFT for a concert where in order to get in you have to have the nft and have your own music space that'd be
4: kind of cool it's it's perfect for the pandemic too because we're all stuck at home for the most part you know like digital concert i would before the pandemic my wife and i were going to concerts left and right and i know that's one thing we really miss because of the pandemic. And if I could see like 21 pilots live digitally with an NFT, I would be on it immediately.
3: <laughs> it would be cool. It would be cool. And then the good thing is, is it would bring the the NFC and the crypto space together as well because you're all going to own NFT and you're all going to have the general you know, the knowledge around the area. And there's nothing better than, you know, like like Santiago said, when you sat somewhere and you, you hear someone talking about these gems in this space and you're looking over and you're going, oh, I'm so tempted. I just want to go over and say, oh, this is a gem. And, you know, I've got this and this is what I trade. And I love that community engagement.
0: <laughs> it's, it's I just find it awesome. Just like NFTs provide, they just have so much utility um, and so many things that you can do. And this like so many like future... Like so many um, future potential, um, but actually go, go uh, piggybacking off of that. What do you guys think uh, the future of NFTs could hold? I know we kind of uh, uh, elaborated a little bit on it on on potentials, uh, but what other potentials do you guys believe could have? Uh, uh, could NFTs have? Sorry, pardon me.
3: I'd personally say uh, like physical artwork as well. So obviously you've got the digital artwork. I think there's going to be a lot more whereas people are making. So one one of the things that I've actually looked into, it's not something I'm going to head with yet, is actually hologram NFTs. So hopefully I'm thinking of launching a project next year around the NFT scene. And I hopefully want to get some products made. So my, my goal is that I want to make a hologram device, you know, kind of like you've got the globes and stuff. But these holograms are going to have a storage of your OpenSea wallet. And you're actually going to be able to have this, this graph or put it you know, on your desk or something. And I'll actually display and spin around with the oh, NFC really that cool. you actually hold in a hologram.
4: That's like futuristic movie stuff right there. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's something it I'm so cool. quite heavily looking into. Um, I've got a little bit of the software set up for it. I'm just looking more into the, the physical side of actually making the, the hologram device um once i get on to production with that one i think i'm i'm gonna go That's ahead gonna be and, and get launched or something like that everyone that has an cool.
4: nft is gonna want that
3: yeah <laughs> the display in their home it's it 100%. really has like
4: taken art galleries to the next level too you know and oh, oh, for sure. art's always been huge and and it goes way back into the history of time but this really kind of puts artists on the forefront and up front where they should be because i i went to art school i know the starving artist uh the whole spiel and and how it was and <laughs> the fact that these artists can cash in is great because they deserve it. They put the time in too, so it's oh, good for dope. the community. It's good for the creator. Well, yeah. you just you see an
2: artist make three million dollars off of these NFT drops? Oh, it's yeah. crazy. That's
4: insane.
2: You know that, in for for so many artists, that's a lifetime's worth of work. It's life changing. Uh,
3: you know, I, I think they boom. deserve it because art is priceless. You know, once somebody draws that personal piece of art, it, you you shouldn't put a price on it because it is priceless. It's your, you know, your your heart and your soul goes into that work. And you're not just buying that art. You're also buying, you know, that person's, um, you're buying that Dying. person's efforts and their time that's gone into that, which is a, a greater thing to see than just looking and going Oh well, that's just a picture of a, a funky cow. You're actually buying that person's time and their efforts and their love that's gone into that work.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to see their like sense of humor, and it's it's almost uh, very personal, you know, because yeah. art is very personal. Um, a lot of Scott, absolutely.
1: I keep interrupting, and I'm sorry, you guys, but I think like too, like you guys are talking about art, but even look at the bigger picture of like, well, for instance, our government system right now if we had a voting system that was ran off nfts could you imagine that side of it along with a blockchain backing it like you're never going to have these issues of somebody saying that a vote is wrong or this is wrong well the person had to have it to cast the vote and the person had to have the other part of it to actually register that vote so there's no way of voter fraud or someone interfering or doing something and it will be the evolution of, of of everything. Like you, as long as you have some kind of asset that you can tie to an NFT or to the blockchain year, it's going to be a, a market changer.
4: I didn't even think about voting. That is yeah. a genius so, idea. Yeah. I didn't
2: even think about that. that. That's actually.
4: Cause it's all secure on the blockchain. You know, you heard yeah.
2: Scott's idea here. Next billion dollar idea guys. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Probably. That was a really good idea.
3: I think they're only going to get safer and safer over time. I mean, you know, they've already got great security there as they're obviously non-fungible. But I think that these NFTs are just going to get safer and safer and safer as the time comes. And, you know, there's there's such a high demand for them. They're just going to keep going up and up and up in this space. And I I don't think they will ever leave. I, I personally think they'll be used for so much more in the future than just the digital artwork that it is. I think they'll be starting to use for payments. They'll be used for passes. They'll be used for government uses. And I I can't wait till that time comes.
4: You see people tracking history on them. Like I've seen, I don't know if 8-bit's the right way to say it, but the NFTs that I've seen that are really popular are most like the 16-bit video game style. And that right there is history of video games, like the humble beginnings to where we are now. Crypto punks. Mm -hmm, Like the crypto punks and... Uh I think I saw another. I was looking up NFTs before this episode as well, but I went down a different rabbit hole than than I should have. So, <laughs> but there, there, I have seen a lot of retro like style art coming out, and it and it it makes me feel nostalgic to when I first picked up and played Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo. Oh,
1: Super Nintendo would be amazing. Or Pokemon, I'm waiting for that still. Then for that stuff to come, magic cards. Could you imagine? Like, oh, god people That'd have
4: be crazy NFT because you can do before. the hollow foils quite nicely valuable 4k <laughs> yeah yeah
2: so i you know when we're talking about art here one of my biggest tips for anybody that's looking to get into the nft space is buy art you like it's if you're looking to get rich off of nfts i think you're missing the point yeah mm-hmm. and uh really you find you find some art you really like and buy it and you know, for me, NFTs make me happy. I look at my, my digital collection on MetaMask or I go on OpenSea and I'm I'm happy. I you know, I say I really like this. I have some projects that have gone nowhere, right? But I really like the art. And for me, it's it's fun. And if I happen to get a really cool rare one, that's that's great. And I can make money off of that and stuff. But sometimes just the the basic ones look cooler than the rares to me. So yeah. you know, you find a project you like and you invest in it and um you know i think it can go pretty far no i would say also um you know if you're looking to make money going right off and minting is probably not the way to do it yeah and going off the mint you know it's it's luck of the draw you don't know if that project's going anywhere or anything and i think people that are really doing well the smart collectors for the most part are buying off the off the uh, aftermarket on OpenSea or or whatever they use and they're seeing, you know, a project that gets a lot of attention, and most of the attention happens after minting. Honestly, when you start, people get excited about things, and so then big names will come in and start buying the rares off of OpenSea for crazy prices, and the floor starts rising. And there's indicators you can look for for, uh, <clears throat> you know, what's a project that's going to be appreciating, and uh, if you see those indicators happen that might be a good one to jump into and buy, you know, buy a floor piece or something just to just to have it. You know, one of them is bots. You know, I mentioned bots earlier, but bots, bot offers don't happen on projects that aren't starting to go somewhere. <clears throat> the, the bot operators are pretty smart. So if you're starting to see a lot of little bot offers um, on a project that you're tracking, um, a lot of offers start popping up on OpenSea, you know, that's a good one. It might be a good idea to pick up a, you know, one at floor price, because that floor is probably going to appreciate it. So that's one thing that I look for. Um, but I like minting too, just because it's fun. It's like opening up a pack of uh, baseball cards or whatever. Um, that, you know, for me, it was baseball cards or basketball cards when I was a kid. Now, nowadays, kids do Pokemon and whatnot. But same thing, you know, you open it up, you don't know what you're going to get. And Boom! You get a you get a really rare one that's worth something or worth collecting,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, if not, you can trade them, right? So it's kind of the same thing in the NFT art space, and that's pretty fun.
3: I think it's only a short time for me. Before, I like that. Yeah, I think it's only a short time before they'll come into physical cards. So there's a lot of people that are making obviously you know the ones that move around and stuff. I think it's only a uh-huh. very very short amount of time before people are actually going to be a really good idea to make. it's um, so like you said, you've got like the Pokemon packs, you've got like the Zelda packs, and it's only a certain amount of time before people are going to make these packs that you can open, and you're going to be able to have your your personal own NFT as an actual you know physical card, which is going to be like a, a great mystery. And I think I think you know it, it yeah. does hit a younger age range, which obviously you know I, I wouldn't suggest getting into crypto if you are under the the you know the age of eighteen and stuff like that. But I think if you are in that that older age bracket people are going to love that stuff and it's going to bring so much hype and attention to whoever decides to make it because it brings you back to that childhood of going into the little corner shop and going i can't wait to get a shiny charizard and you know these things are worth a lot a lot of money now even them and there's people out there that do like you know pokemon card hunting i've still got a load in the attic i need to go through that are very very rare and it'd be amazing for people just to, you know, to go into these local shops or to go to these private dealers and go, Oh yeah, let me, you know, I'll buy it right. oh. for, for $200. I'm sorry, guys. Stock.
1: Like I got to go. I apologize, but we'll talk next podcast.
3: No so, worries. Thank you for, there, for coming on. Thank you for joining you, Scott. us. Day, guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a good day, buddy. Awesome. Yeah, so it's only a very certain time before you're going to be able to go to these private people and you know say, oh yeah, let's take two hundred dollars for one of these packs, and whether they're shipped or you know whether they're given privately, and open it up and go, oh wow, I've just got you know my own personal NFT, and obviously you're going to be able to own that on OpenSea on the chain as well. So even if the card isn't you know say say the card's stolen or something, at least you still got it on your OpenSea to say I am the original owner. Mm-hmm. That's true. Is There's so much stuff that's, that's going to revolve around it. And I think it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger within this space. It's, it's going to get huge. I think it personally, I think within the time to come, it's going to overtake blockchain. I think it's going to be bigger than um, most of these actual BSE projects and stuff like that.
0: I agree. Oh, uh, sorry, S- go ahead. Go ahead,
3: Santi. No, you, you go ahead.
0: I don't know. I agree. I agree. Uh, It has like 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 we've been mentioning. It just has so much potential. And regarding um regarding potential, regarding just NFTs overall, what do you guys think are the current biggest NFT projects? Uh, I know that some of you guys have mentioned, uh, you know, CryptoPunks and such. But what do you guys think are the biggest ones for uh, listeners that are that are new to NFTs and are just you know checking them out? And which ones do you guys recommend that they should be checking out?
2: Well, right now there's there's one about to launch that's getting a lot of attention that I'm looking at currently, which is um, it's called uh, Jungle Freaks. Oh, yeah. And what's cool about this one is that you have a guy who's been writing or basically or drawing uh, comics for Hustler magazine for years and years and years and years. And he's, he handed all of these NFTs. Every single one is hand done by him. And it's him and his son that have teamed up to uh, create this NFT. And it's popping off. They already have almost 10,000 people on their Discord. And uh, it's just, I think this one's going to go nuts. And you're having a lot of big NFT influencers that are following them on Twitter and uh, starting to mention them. So I think this one's going to be one that's going to pop off. And um, it's going to be hard to get one at Mint. They're going to sell out instantaneously. I know the priest, I'm trying really hard in their Discord to get high enough level, I can get whitelisted. But um, they are, they are really, uh, I think that's a good one. The other ones to look out for, um, you know, the the women, World of Women has done really well. And some of the other uh, women-based NFTs are getting really popular. Uh, there's one that's launching uh, tomorrow, actually, on Solana, that's uh, called uh, Soul Sisters. And And uh, this one, the art, I think, is even better than World of Women. Um, But it's on Seoul, so we haven't really seen anything absolutely explode on Seoul because everybody knows all the whales are on ETH. But um, this one, if something has potential, I think this one has a pretty good potential. They're somewhat expensive. It's about 2.5 Solana per per mint, but uh, the art is really amazing. Uh, so that's definitely one i'd I'd recommend checking out i don't know if it's going to really pop off or not but it's following the trend um, of women nfts and it's a it's an all-female uh dev team i know they have a couple men that are uh like running the discord and doing promotions for them but it's an (coughs) all-female team um which i think is cool because there there are you know definitely some some women in the in the nft space and in the crypto space but it really is a male dominated Field, so it's nice to see some of these projects with women get some traction. I agree, I agree.
3: There was another one with the uh, with the books as well. I'm not too sure what it was, but there's someone who was actually writing um, his own books. And you, you, I think you have to buy, I think it's 10 or 12 or something like that of his books. And when he releases them, you actually gain an NFT. I I think Jason might know more on that one, Uh, but I think these books you can pre order on Amazon Mm -hmm. or something, and when he comes to sell them. Uh, you actually receive an NFT. I've not gone too deep into it, but it's something I've been hearing a lot. I think I've the sports of world one. could definitely
4: take, take like a, a, a note from NBA Top Shot. Um, not to talk about video games too much, but I've played a lot of Madden in my time. And it's come down to microtransactions where you're spending hundreds of dollars just trying to get a single player to get in the game. Why not, you know? spend that hundred dollars on sports memorabilia in NFT form. I've seen Muhammad Ali had a collection released on um, what was the blockchain. It was on the ERC blockchain, but it was with, I think it was earn the token earn uh, eternity, eternity chain or something like that. But they're doing a lot of like sports people like boxers, man. Like you could do the history. You could have Connor McGregor McGregor up there for like people that we know now and just keep going back through like Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali, and you can put history on, on these NFTs and and you can hold a piece of history in, in, in your phone until uh, immortal gets the, the base out and then you'll be able to hold them in your hand. Like it's really cool. Like, I think sports should take, there's so much sports history, you know, doing oh, with Babe Ruth or Wayne Gretzky. And it's, it's just like endless what you can do with these NFTs agreed
2: agreed well for a while you were seeing the popularity of the nft sports clips that were going huge they were selling mm-hmm. for a lot of money um mm-hmm. which was kind of cool i know um, that's what got mark cuban really interested in the space uh, yes yeah. i think those clips, were the but...
4: top shots they're like yeah, yeah the they're, you, shots, you'd yeah. buy one trading card but it would be a moment in in history of basketball which and you own huge. that moment that's so cool
2: so. so or or one of however many of that moment right, right? yeah right and, and that's another you know we were mentioning earlier about the real world popping in and that's that is absolutely that and if uh the nba does it what other sport leagues are going to do it what what other uh you should get on it now yeah you can even do happen. it with like
4: golf man tiger woods yeah exactly Just <laughs> any sport at all
3: and it's, it's endless because, you know, it's this endless art that you can create. It's not just something that's a standard one time and it's done. You you know, let, let's, like, like you said, Tiger Woods, you could hit the golf ball and you can get 50 to 100 pictures out of that. And that could that could mean you've got 100 NFTs ready to mint. And just one of them pictures could be a very rare one of, you know, as soon as the club hits the ball. And there's so many mm-hmm. factors around that. And that, that's why I love the NFT space because there's so much you can revolve around that it's just going to keep going and going and getting bigger. Yeah, like, the, like really cool.
2: booper reels—that would be me when the ball hits somebody in the head or something. I <laughs> <laughs> would great,
0: I'd get all, get that, all that, of those NFTs. <laughs>
3: that would be great. That, that booper the reels stuff.
2: are going huge, guys. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm predicting it right now. Booper
0: Future.
3: reels. Are, you know, we need to make them. We need to make them. But then the moments you're going to be able to to look back on, and you're going to look at these when we're sat at, you know older, ages, and you're going to, you're going to look back and go, you know what? that silly little picture made me a hell of a lot of money and that made my life. And that's going to be the positivity of that. I mean, I just jump a little bit back into the blockchain. I was in a project the other day and we was talking about ages within the group and a lad called Chris came in and I think he was 39 and he was like trading crit. So I was like, nice, nice. And a lad called John came in, uh, an old man. And I was like, Oh, he sounds old. And I was like, nice to meet you. And we started speaking. I said, I said, so how long have you been in? So he straight away turned around, he said, Well, I'm 79 and I still trade shit coins. I said, You sir, are a legend. The <laughs> man's seventy-nine and he's still he's still got his original sniper bot and he's still sniping oh, wow. coins at 79. Wow. I said, He's a legend, <laughs> awesome. a real D
2: <laughs> Jeez, i thought i was old for the crypto
4: space. yeah <laughs> i'm not far behind you i'm turning 39 next month and it's like uh oh, 40s right there oh no big one trust me oh don't say that
2: <laughs> all right yeah. fellas well i need to i need to run now um it's been a pleasure and i'm looking forward to doing more of these yeah i think
0: Definitely. actually There's we can. Fun. i think we just end it here but i wanted to say real things. quick
4: we're dropping NFTs this weekend, oh, yeah. so have to throw that in there. Tito yeah. NFTs. We have like seven to, I want to say, we're from seven to fifteen coming out. Um, I actually do want to talk to you, Jason, uh, with Mert, since you know so much about NFTs. We gotta, we're gonna figure out the best way to uh, release these and and put them into the wild and. I know you have a lot more experience with NFTs than I do, so
0: <laughs> I think um, Luke can also help too. He like between all three of you guys, you guys can figure out something awesome. Oh, but uh-huh. later on today, we'll as as Adam mentioned, we'll be able to have our NFTs. And uh, I just want to take this moment and say thank you to all of our listeners. And if you guys have been listening to this whole um shenanigans since we, we've been here for an hour uh so i wanted to say thank you guys once again and um truthfully we we, we plan to have a, a kind of like a, a free talk platform monday wednesdays and fridays um so we will always be looking for more uh different different people looking for more people to come back and we're always going to be looking for more and more uh to grow into this podcast uh, scenario. So I wanted to say thank you from uh myself and from T Doge. So thank you guys. And do you guys want to say anything?
3: Yeah, I appreciate everyone coming in no, from but, my uh... side. Um it's gonna be an amazing space. I'm I'm happy to keep these going. And like like Adam and uh, Santiago said, they'd be getting their NFTs out soon. So I'll be I'll be shilling them out on my Twitter as well for uh, the so, a whole other project. So i to hear. getting a couple you. of tweets out for the Vice as well. But it's, uh, it's been an amazing space i look forward to the, the future of these.
0: Thank you.
2: Yeah, and I'll look forward to seeing all of you on the T Doge Telegram. Oh yeah. oh
3: yeah. Oh yeah,
0: you know
4: it. <laughs> all right,
0: it's have all an amazing and... night, everyone. We'll, we'll see you Thank guys in the next episode of uh, sorry, in the next episode of Stories of the Cryptoverse. Thank Wonderful. you, everyone.